Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome to the Elite Achievement Community. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach here to demystify the goal achievement process. If you are ambitious and visionary, then let's get to work so you can maximize your potential and achieve your definition of success. Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome back to Elite Achievement. With Valentine's Day around the corner, love is in the air, and the florist industry is gearing up for its busiest day of the year. Let's all stop and smell the roses to learn from Itika Oldwine Grimble, owner of Old Vine Florals in Los Angeles. Join us as we discuss what it is like to design floral arrangements for A-list events and celebrities how the pandemic required Itika to revolutionize her business model, and what it's like to launch a second business as a new mama. Welcome, Itika. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to connect with you. We were chatting before we hit record, and we have so many parallels, uh, experience yeah. in downtown Los Angeles, you know, here yeah. in, in Southern California, motherhood. This is going to be such a fun conversation. It certainly will be. We have more in common than I would have ever imagined, but I'm happy about that. Cool. <laughs> it is. It's really neat. You know, here we think yeah. like two business women coming together yeah. and there are all these neat all uh, aspects. Parallels. Yeah, very cool. Well, Itika, let's start with what inspired you to start your floral business, Old Vine Florals? That's a very good question. Um, you know, I was inspired to start my own business when I needed to get a new job. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. It was time to transition. It was time to transition into a new job. I was leaving one job and going into another. And I was speaking with my then boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband. He definitely earned that title because <laughs> he promoted um, the thought of being an entrepreneur into my space. He really was not someone that ever really believed in working in corporate America and, and working your way up and getting that 3% salary increase every year if you got the right um, feedback from your boss. Um, and he saw what I was doing in my past positions. And he thought that I had the experience, of course, and also the personality. It takes a lot of leadership and a lot of an ability to kind of self-motivate. And I believe he saw that in me and he said, Hey, why don't you start your own business? And I thought to myself, Hmm, maybe if I have a little help, like, would you be down to take care of the bills if I can't pay them? <laughs> and he said, yes, that's really what inspired me to start my own business. Isn't that fascinating how this wasn't something that was on your mind and it was your husband mm -hmm. who planted the seed. I know a lot of want to be entrepreneurs get so worried about the financial aspect and how are we going to pay the bills? And by being able to ask for what you needed, it gave you the space to launch your business. Yeah, it really did. I have a lot of entrepreneur friends. Um, I'm proud to say that a lot of the time it is wondering, like, how am I going to take care of myself um, when I don't have that check coming in every two weeks anymore? In, in my experience, Itika, it's thinking about money and how it's earned differently. It's one of the challenges I faced in my own business, moving from a corporate role where you get paid on a very regular schedule, 
sometimes you have more money coming in and it's learning how to manage and the ebb and the flow. It's just different. It's very different. And it's also having um, a lot of patience because in the beginning, I wasn't certain where the money would be coming from and how much would come in and if I was charging the right amount and if I would have return clients or if it would be a total flop. So then it became just really a waiting game. And until we got some level of consistency and it's like, okay, this is how much I can expect to make monthly or annually, but it takes a little while to get to that space. I know there are a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners who are very challenged with that belief in the consistency. What inspired you to keep persevering during some of those inconsistent times? You know, every time I was like, nobody's ordering flowers, then I would get a big order or nobody's calling me. And then I would get a call from the Soho house or nobody is buying flowers right now. And then somebody would say, Hey, I'm having a baby shower and I need this many arrangements. So I feel like if you, you know, trying to get all like spooky here, but if you listen to the universe (laughs) and you obey, you know, what is happening energetically, I think you can see, okay, I'm making progress. It might not be at the level that I thought it would be, or I might see a few hiccups here and there, but there really is consistent progress. I think that's incredibly important, Itika, that you talk about the role of the universe in this process. And when I first started my business, there was a lot of pushing and control. And that was the way that I learned how to work, how to grow a business, how to achieve goals. And part of my growth journey is learning to embrace the flow, trust my intuition, lean into the universe. And I'm really on this journey to blend both styles together. Yeah. And I would celebrate what you're doing because as high achievers, it can be very difficult to respond to something outside of you or to allow things outside of you to be in control. (laughs) You're like, I'm a high achiever. I have to make these benchmarks. I can do it, but then you're not doing it. And you're like, Hey, I got to look outside of myself for help. And sometimes that help is really just pushing this energy force through to get you to where you need to go. How often do you rely on energy and intuition for your inspiration with your floral designs? I'm so curious to learn more about what inspires you as you're creating these beautiful masterpieces. You know what? It's all intuition. I think as a creative, I just follow what I feel. I went and I bought flowers today for several clients. And it's really looking at the flowers, touching the flowers, looking at colors. It really is having this creative experience and it's very tactile. So you're touching and then obviously you're smelling and then you're imagining what it's going to look like in the end. And it's kind of fun because it usually turns out pretty beautiful. I love that we're in Los Angeles and LA. There's a lot of glitz. There's a lot of glamour. We've got Hollywood. Itika, what is it like to design for A-list events and for celebrities? It is pretty cool. I mean, obviously it's super validating. You know, people who 
are on a certain level, trust you and you are representing them. I mean, if we have a celebrity sending flowers on their behalf, they're essentially trusting me to present to this very special someone a gift on their behalf, sight unseen. They don't say, hey, for the most part, send me a picture before you send it out, or I'm going to come and just check it out before it goes out the door. They're really trusting that this item is going to be beautiful and they're spending a premium. So it's very validating and it makes you feel like, oh my gosh, I've done it. I've arrived in a lot of ways because this is the top here in LA. Essentially, this is a city. Hollywood is pretty much runs this town. And when you're able to get people on a certain level to trust you and you are in a certain field, you have, like I said, in a lot of senses, you've arrived. It feels awesome. Trust is such a critical component of many aspects of business. Share with us, Haitika, your ideas around building trust with your clients, your customers. How do you do it? I think one big piece of it, which people say in business, is when you're looking for people to fund your small business, they are really funding you. They're really believing in you. And I think that first and foremost, I know that people are depending on me. And so I personally don't want to let them down. And that is where I, everything starts from. It's my own reputation. It's being able to look at that person and say, I did the best that I could for you. It's promising that if you hire me to do your wedding, you are going to be happy, satisfied. You're not going to have like, oh my God, my florist. I just, you know, every wedding, every bride or groom has that one um, vendor that kind of ruined it for them, right? Potentially it happens. You don't want to be that vendor. So it's really about my own reputation and wanting to make sure that I keep it pristine. And honestly, sometimes things happen. I have not always satisfied every single client, but then it's about going behind that situation and how can I make it better? What can I do? Should I resend that arrangement? If you're totally dissatisfied, heck, do you want a refund? Whatever I can do to make you know that the goal is always to make my client happy. Are you enjoying this episode and feeling encouraged to take the next step towards maximizing your potential? Don't let that energy pass you by. Goal achievers consistently take action to achieve great success. Grab your free breakout plan right now at kristenburke.com to begin your journey today. It sounds like events are mm-hmm. a big part of your business. And sure. we all went through a period in time where all of that changed and the pandemic forced us to think differently about events. Events were canceled. And so how did you revolutionize your business? During the pandemic? Uh, Well, it was really a strategy that I wanted to try, but I just wasn't able to do it because we had so many events before the pandemic. I really wanted to do more gifting, more arrangements that are sent every day, whether it's sympathy, whether it's a mom, whether it's a thinking of you, I love you. I wanted to do more gifting, but we were so inundated with the events. We're in LA. We're getting everybody from Netflix, Facebook, Nike hiring us. 
And I just never really focused on those one-on-one kind of gifting experiences with flowers. And so when the pandemic happened and obviously events were shut down, I was like, how am I going to stay above water? And I said, you know what? I need to let everybody know that we are also a gifting service. So for the pandemic, people started to call on us because, hey, I can't see my mom. She lives a couple blocks away or in the next town, but we're not able to see each other. I want to send her something to tell her I'm thinking of her. Use Old Vine Florals. You know, whether you want to celebrate an anniversary and you can't go to dinner, you can't go on that trip to Cabo that you go to every year, you can say you love your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend with flowers. So we really started promoting using our flowers to bring people together at a time where it was really needed. And did your second business, Old Vine Fragrance, also come out of the pandemic? Or was this something that you've been working on prior to 2020? You know what? In a lot of ways, it did come out of the pandemic because we weren't looking to expand into another industry. I mean, fragrances in perfume is different than floral design, but it's very similar. Obviously, it lends to itself. And so what we saw was there was a movement to help small businesses, help Black-owned businesses. And in that sense, we were approached by um, a company called Fermaniche. It's huge French-based scent and taste company. They're like the largest scent makers. And they wanted to help smaller businesses, people that maybe wouldn't have the opportunity to work with them. And so I would say the pandemic gave us that opportunity. Have you done anything differently with Old Vine Fragrance than you did with Old Vine Florals? What is different is we are now expanding outside of Los Angeles. So we want to be in everyone's home from LA to Liverpool, if we could. (laughs) But how do you do that? I don't have literally a lot of training in this. So I'm trying to hire some people that are really good at it. And um, we're getting there, getting a sales team. But with Olvine Florals, I really did just lean into my friends and family, my network, former colleagues, telling them, hey, I'm opening a floral business here in LA. If you need flowers, I'm your girl. So that was a very one-to-one. I was able to call people, email people, text them, show up with flowers to people's birthdays. Like think of me when you think of flowers, but with fragrance, it's a larger push. And so we'll see. I don't, I I have no clue. I'm I'm trying. I'm really trying to see how this thing is going to (laughs) go. That right there, Itika, is such a powerful message because I know before I launched my own business, I would follow other small business owners, entrepreneurs, and I would look at their Instagram posts or or their ad campaigns and think they've got it all figured out. And Mm -hmm. that's just not the case. It's a lot of trust in your gut and testing things out and learning from mistakes Mm -hmm. and doing things differently. And that's, Mm -hmm. I think, both the blessing and the curse of entrepreneurship. Yeah. But in the biggest way, it's a blessing because what do they say? teach Amanda fish and he'll eat forever. So 
for me, I'm learning so much and I'll, I'll always have this information. And I mean, obviously for me, failure is not an option. So we're going to get to what we have to get to, to make sure that everything is successful. As you've started now two companies, I'm Mm -hmm. sure you've faced some failures, some challenges. I know we spoke a little bit about the pandemic. What -hmm. are some of the other challenges you have faced and overcome when launching your businesses? One of the challenges, honestly, is has been with financing things. Um, I was able to overcome them in a lot of ways, but there are still a lot of challenges. I feel like the support that you think you might have as far as people say, oh, you can get a small business loan, but there's a lot of entrepreneurs like myself may not have great credit. You might not have had a certain amount of money that they require you to have sitting in the bank for months before they'll give you the loan. You might not have a co-signer. So there are a lot of non-traditional ways that you have to go about raising money to support your business. So I would say fundraising, raising money, crowdfunding, that is a challenge that you do have to overcome because you do need money to support your business. If you want to expand, if you want to hire employees, um, if you want to grow, if you want to do marketing, have PR, like everything costs. And so I would say that would be a challenge um, that I would definitely list. (laughs) Um, And I guess the other challenge would be the competition, like really knowing who your competition is and how to set yourself apart. LA is such a big city. There's room for tons of floral designers here. Um, But it's very important for me to know who the competition is, what they're doing, what sets them apart from me, and how do I set myself apart from them so that I can get my piece of the pie. So I think that that could be a challenge too. Have you ever found yourself distracted or even distraught thinking about your competition? There are a lot of coaches out there and I will fall victim to comparing myself and I'm not there yet. And I'm really working on this abundance mentality that there are enough of the right clients out there for all of us. So have you found yourself in a similar place as you understand your competition? Um. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, yeah, sometimes you're just like, er, they got, because we might be going up against the same clients for the same events or the same weddings. There are certain events that I'm like, gosh, I wish they would trust me to do that. For instance, maybe the Grammys or (laughs) I could dress the entire Staples Center. (laughs) I believe I can. I believe my team can. I believe we can do it. But that would be, that would be my challenge. We could do some of those things, but they have their trusted florists that they've been working with forever. And that's who they go to. Hey, we're putting it out there in the universe. <laughs> Hopefully someone from the Grammys is going to listen to the Elite Achievement Podcast and magic's going to happen. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I am so curious on how you manage your time. You're an entrepreneur. You're running a two businesses. You're married. You're a mama. You've, you've got a young child. How do you manage your time? How do I manage my time? So it's really a juggle, but I will say this. I have an extremely supportive husband. I have an extremely supportive husband and I have an extremely supportive um, group of friends that are here locally. My family's actually from the, um, San Francisco Bay area. So I don't have a lot of, um, family members here, unfortunately, 
but I have a extremely supportive um, group that if at any time I need to vent, um, or if at any time I need someone to step in, even at my store and say, Hey, can you come in and help me? I have girlfriends that have literally become florists because they're my friends. <laughs> like wow. literally, if there's no other reason in the world that they're designing flowers, except for the fact that I decided to, to create a floral company and I need help last minute. Um, and so I think I'm not stretched as thin. I'm not stretched as thin because I also ask for help. And I think a lot of times people don't ask. They have this assumption that they'll be bothering people or people aren't going to do it or aren't going to do it well. I ask for a lot of help. And so honestly, I'm not stretched as thin as, as one may think. Oh, that is such an incredible message because you're right. I know there have been so many times in, in my own business journey where I thought, oh, I should ask for some help, but no, I want to look like I got it all together. And I love how you are straight up and honest and say, I ask for help. Itika, share with us, what are some of your goals for Old Vine Florals and Old Vine Fragrance? Well, honestly, Old Vine Florals has just done more than I could have ever imagined in such a short time. We started in my husband, my kitchen in 2017. We went into our own space in 2018 in downtown LA. And now we have everyone from Beyonce and Jay-Z, the Carters, to um, Netflix, Google, Amazon ordering from us. So the next thing I would love to do is to expand to another city. Um, I feel like our type of design, um, the type of service that we give, the people that we've been able to touch, I would love to do that um, outside of LA. So I would love to expand to another city. Um, and for Old Vine Fragrance, um, we are making history. We are the first, I am the first luxury fragrance designer African-American woman floral designer who has her own luxury fragrance. So we are making history. This is definitely bigger than me. My idea has come into fruition. We have the fragrance in a bottle and now we're moving into stores. And I want people to know that if you have an idea, if you're passionate about something, if you work really hard, if you surround yourself with great people, then whatever you want to accomplish, you can do. Where can our listeners learn more about Old Vine Floral, Old Vine Fragrance? So we are online at oldvineflorals.com and oldvinefragrance.com. Um, you can also find us on all social media channels. I haven't gotten a TikTok yet. I'm working on that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything about that. I'm not cool. <laughs> I'm not either. So that's why I'm like, who can help me with this TikTok thing? Because clearly I am far, far, far removed. <laughs> but all the other social media channels were on Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. If you want to message me directly, Itika Oldwine. Um, our store is located in downtown LA. We're in the fashion district at 132 West 7th Street. And we also pick up our phone. So our telephone number is 213-212-4760. I know it's super old school, but you can always give us a ring. 
sometimes old school works. It does, especially when you want us to design something and you want to talk about it and go through the that experience of talking to a real life person, you can actually talk to me. Itika, I can't thank you enough for your time today. You left us with so many inspiring messages. You reminded us that if we have an idea and we're willing to work hard and we surround ourselves with the right people and we're courageous and asking for help, we can make history happen. Yes. Yes. I appreciate your time so very much. And with that goal achievers, keep celebrating your weekly wins, noting your lessons learned, and identify your priorities for the next week so you can consistently pursue progress in the direction of your goals. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you are feeling inspired and want to join the Goal Achievers community, visit my website, kristenberg.com to sign up and get connected. We can also hang out socially on Instagram. Follow me at Meet Kristenberg. Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share this show. Until next time, Goal Achievers, keep progressing toward your goals and celebrate those weekly wins.